Podcast 324, Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Doop, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Joe, aka Friday Night FM, Paul, aka Mad FM, and Dave, aka Dave has a party on Hinge. How are we doing, gentlemen? <laughs> What's a hinge? Uh, it's Ooh, what you put it's, on the door. It's the bit at the end of your shaft that has your balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I it did. also says plenty of fish, Tinder, and Grinder. So Dave's everywhere. We're another week into early access and we're all enjoying the game. So let's get into it. On today's pod, we're obviously going to talk more about how we are finding FM24. We've got a save reveal from Mad and we take a little look at the blossoming talent of Dortmund in our adventure of Wonderkid Land. But before we go there, lads, give me your winners of the week. Joe. Um, I was just going to give a little shout out. Um, I heard the buzzword of positional play quite a lot since 24 has been out and tony fm grasshopper wrote quite a nice little blog about making positional play work in fm 24 i've seen a lot of people just going just selecting the roles and seeing you know what happens in the match engine but it was it was just a nice piece to read not about the save per se but just seeing how he got positional play working so yeah go read it Duke will definitely not Duke will definitely not put a description in the pod I'll put the link in the description. Mm. Um, there's been a lot of that sort of stuff as well, isn't there? Um, I, I've seen a lot. So I'm interested. I'll go, I'll go and have a little read. Dave, talk to us about your winner of the week. Me enjoying FM. Walls being absolutely massive on FM. Nobody complaining about Walls on the forums yet. You know, it's been a good, it's been a oh, solid no week. No one's going to win a, win the prize, Joe. No, nah, mate. Mate, I, 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 put put ten, I put 10 grand on this as well, you know what I mean? <laughs> Double or quits. Yeah. Double or quits. Yeah. So. Good yeah, happy days. Have you been live every? Have you been live every day for how, nearly every day? For uh, just today. Today's the only day I haven't gone live. Yeah, uh, you got the buzz, the, like the bug really. back. Yeah, man, enjoying it. You're desperate for it. Yeah, the the good thing is I'm sort of not playing in between streams as well, so I'm like itching to play. Ah, uh, because you the last time we out, spoke, but... you come out mm-hmm. and said what? that you <laughs> get to the medical <laughs> center, son. If you're itching, <laughs> then you've come out. <laughs> <laughs> We said grind. We did say grinder. Uh, you said that uh, you come out and said that you wanted to have a little save on the side, uh, a little, you know, a little side piece. Um, you don't need a side piece anymore. So, you know, have you got a thing in mind to have on on the side, or are you just gonna kind of keep dabbling with wolves? I'm not sure. I'll pro- I will probably have to start a, a side save as well and test tactics probably more than anything. To be fair, I'll try different systems because who network. I'm, I mean, I'm game for a network. I'm here for a network. You're what? So. Game. <laughs> oh. Game for the network save. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah, move network, on. Network save, Joe. Sorry, mate. Your audio's cutting out. What's that? <laughs> uh, Mad, it's your turn. Winner of the week. Welcome back, by the way, Mad. Uh, nice, for your, nice for you to see your face again. And actually see your you, face. You can save that for when you say I'm your winner of the week, too. But before we get there, um, I was going to say, I was going to shout out two. One surprised me. Um, I, tw- I tweeted out about a staff member of FM Folklore called Phil Cannon. And I kind of just re- didn't really think about it. I spotted him in FM24. I probably hadn't really looked at him for the last kind of game or two. And it just reminded me of him being like the best coach slash head of youth development slash scout assistant manager, whatever you want oh, him really? to be. So I just uh, took a screenshot, threw it out there. The reaction was ridiculous. This guy is like everybody's favorite staff member ever, Phil Cannon. <laughs> so wherever he is, uh, he's a winner this week because he, he was doing the rounds on Twitter this week. And uh, my other winner is Joe. 
I have to just shout out Joe for the thumbnail he did for my new safe. Maybe we'll get to that later. Um, but it's a cracking thumbnail, Joe. And as you can see, it's gone down well. Can't, so can't take any credit for it, mate. When I showed Dave, he thought your one was better. <laughs> <laughs> Moving. Moving on. Oh, we're going to have to do a poll, are we? <laughs> I'll move on to my one of the week. Mad for his cracking thumbnail. No. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, my, my one of the week is... Uh, is Andre Onana for his penalty save. Ooh. And I tell you this now, I have seen two penalty saves in in uh, in the game so far. Uh, in both games I've played, I've seen two penalty saves. And they look amazing. The goalkeeper's darting across the line. So uh, that's my win of the week because uh, they look incredible. I've also seen a goalkeeper save, but I, I didn't realise, mad on his Phil Cannon tweet, but 1.2k likes? Oh, this, wow. that wasn't me, it was Phil. Thanks for that, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> what a reference. It's good for you. Yeah, it's yeah. good. What, if you the likes that, or that's the reference? Yeah. That's me Both. watching yeah. Dave for five days yeah. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that's mental mad. That's really yeah, good. That is mad. Phil is the mad. Yeah. Right. Oh, we're getting Phil Cannon on the pod. <laughs> I was going to say, do you, do you, is he even a person? <laughs> Does he exist? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was going to ask you, like, have you, do you, like, I mean, you've all probably came across him, but is he still a go to wow. for any of you? That's a great week. I've got him in. <laughs> I've got him in at Wolves. I've, I, I, yeah. I was searching for staff and he came up straight away, and I thought you can't not get him in. He's a, mm. uh, I'm sure I've not seen him on the game for years, though. I don't know if I've just haven't uploaded the right database. I'm sure he's not popped up for a few years. It's, it's obviously dependent thinking, yeah. on your reputation as well. Like, if he doesn't, because he is so good, nah, would true. he come and manage, yeah. manage, like, your team, sort of thing? Because, um, it doesn't. If it's not a realistic target, he won't pop up unless you manually search for him. But I, he get, I, I have got him in at Wolves as a scout, but I'm, I'm sure I've not seen him pop up on the game for a while, unless he's been at another team. I don't know. So. Okay. Anyway, I feel um, like we like we need to give some more airtime to staff in FM. It's like it seems to be something that people are really fond of, is like hiring good staff. And we 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 talk about it a bit, but like you could name check so many goats of FM staff down through the years. Phil Phil Cannon. There was another one. Brian Clug was thrown around on that tweet actually a few times. He was another one. What? Just a very random, quick question. What would be the most you would spend at any level, really, on a scout, like per week, wage-wise? Whatever. Yeah, I mean, they're going to unleash the <clears> next. You know, the, 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 what they could unlock for your club is massive, right? We were talking about teach just before we started recording, we and I remember he said once. I just remember him saying, "You spend thirty grand a week on a player that can sit on a bench for the whole season. Why not do it for a scout that could unearth yeah. someone that could make you millions?" Yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm. I, I saw a tweet off FM Scout earlier. That's all. And they they recommended free, free agent staff members. I think they're all scouts. The one guy you could get about one and a half k a week, and then the other two are like nine k and eleven k. Oh, that seems a bit steep for a scout. But I mean, it depends Dave, right, really. it's not real money, mate. I think. Um, I, I'll be honest, we're talking about staff a little bit, but I, I've used the technical since the technical technical directors come out. I've used him so much. So I think maybe this year I'm going to kind of stay away from that. Go make my own staff. Go meet some people. Because uh, you make these little stories, mad. Very nice. Right, losers of the week. Uh, not Phil Cannon, but Joe. Who's your loser of the week? <clears throat> FM24 Early Access. Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh. Only because I really... I really want to start my save. Oh, and okay. I yes. tweeted about it last night just kind of saying... I've not thrown myself into set pieces, any of the new roles, the positional play. Haven't done any of that. I've literally just been playing what I'd kind of say out of the box FM, just you know, picking yeah. a team, signing a couple of players, and just playing FM. 
watching, you know, the new match engine, how it plays and things like that. And I just want to start the game and there's just... I shouldn't be disappointed because it's technically still in beta. But I was hoping that it was I could just roll this out and just go from the start because I was confident that it was going to be kind of you know as good as it's going to be, and I think it has been. I think it's the best rollout of early accesses there's ever been. Um, but there's just a few niggling little bits, and it might not even impact my save. But I'm it's made me stop, and I'm I'm a bit like Dave. I've got that itch as well that I just want to get cracking with it, and I want to learn these new things, which I've restricted myself with because I kind of want to do it on the job, so to speak. Yeah, I'm very much the same. And I, I was chatting to a few people in Discord who are, everybody's thinking the same thing. It should be fine if we do it, but you just have that fear, I think. And what if it's not? What, yeah. what if any, anything, even like mm. I was thinking, you know, I'm doing a little beta save with, with Palace and I'm winning games that I feel like I shouldn't be. And I'm like, you know, what happens if after the 5 million or 10 million games, you know, they have a win percentage they kind of track and stuff. Like what, what if that's just a bit higher than it should be or just, just things like that? That they well, won't we've always to, said, no. Yeah. Well, we've always said, me like the early access beta kind of version of it is always seems a bit easier. Like yeah. it wants to grab people, you know. So I'm just wondering if there's a little bit of that. And then, as you say, as they analyze results, because then they're, they're not going to get, they're going to get so much more data from releasing it on early access than they would just by QA testing. That then they can start tweaking how it needs to be. Um, but it was it's little, it's like really little things. I know. Um, there's been a thing about Belgian finances being incorrect, which could kind of lead you on saying other leagues could be as well. But yeah. it just might not show up as much or they might not be played in as much. I mean, I know I saw Jack, um, he's doing a Chelsea save and he was 450 million in the red. And then he literally, he was failing financial fair play in the first season and got into the Champions League, got a 270 million pound sponsorship and they were back in the black again. And it's like, that's just kind of going, you spend, 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 spend. There is no financial control. Whether that will be tweaked or not, I don't know. That might just be something that's in-game because you don't want one of the big names going into administration. And obviously there's there's a whole legal side of it um, that could could come a cropper there. There's been, obviously with the J-League, I think some of the data there hasn't been, isn't 100%. Um, and I, but I kind of expected that because I thought there's no way they can research everything and have it all ready to go and it'd be perfect out the gate. So I kind of I've I've said to myself I, I love to play J League, but I think I'll leave it till like the winter update maybe, and then that that's a cracker there. And then I saw something with unique IDs being generated. I think Dave, you was the first person that kind of spotted that when you said that um, Ektk had Nuno Mendes's face. I it think it might be something say, to do yeah. with that, but I know you're seeing new gens are being created and they've got player faces because it's got the same IDs as players that are already oh, really? in the game. So I think yeah. there's that crossover. Like if you start playing a bit longer in the game, are you going to get new gens that get obviously created and then they've got the early access, like they've got the the original player faces and things. It's just little things like that that for another week or so, it's not really the end of the world not to start, but just slightly frustrating because I'm excited for it in a positive way. I I'm agree. excited to play it. So Yeah, I mean, we've referenced it very much before, saying when you're on it, you're on it, Joe. And obviously we don't want you uh, kind of getting started and it just kicks you to the touch because... We're all excited to see what you do with it. So, yeah, I think, I think it's, that's a fair point. I might just start a network save and play free up top like Dave and just kick ass. Yeah, I mean, we talked about how unrealistic Football Manager is and how easy it is. Uh, we'll get on to that when Dave talks about his save. Yeah. Dave, talking about Dave, loser of the week. 
Who may that be? For reference, I, I, I'm playing two strikers with an advanced playmaker in behind. If that's free, Dave, you're top, gonna get yeah. it. I got it all the time. Yeah. All right. yeah, but you I, play I, shadow striker. It's different. Um, it's not the, the the AP this year is very much a shadow striker. <laughs> he, his, his advanced positioning is crazy. I've been watching. I've been playing in advance, so I know. Um, no one, any good ones to sign it for for Wolves. That was my issue. And I mean, we'll Ch- talk Ch- about Ch- it when the January transfer window. I wanted a a, a good striker. Sa- tried Santiago, uh, Jimenez, who we spoke about on the pod a couple of weeks ago. Uh, loads of players, and they just didn't want to join Wolves. So, um, yeah, I think I've uh, got a little bit of work to do before players all want to sign. It's quite, it's so. quite realistic uh, football manager, isn't it? <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> well, do you know what though? I, I I don't think it was because it was players like um, Jurassi from Stuttgart, Jimenez yeah. from Feyenoord. Like it was those type of players you're going for, and you're top half Premier League team. In Ooh, a top, top seven, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spoilers, yeah. So, top Friendly six, top seven winner. teams, so. right. yeah, I don't big know. Cup. Big, only big teams win that one, Joe. We'll see, we'll see. We'll get Mate, I might, put, I might put a fucking complaint on the forum. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should all put one in. A join your Wolves right? reputation or something. Like reputation yeah. is shite. No, <laughs> no strikers <laughs> want to sign from. Maybe they looked at Raul and they've decided oh, that yeah. it's not a great place to be for a striker. Right. <laughs> might cause you a bit of a headache Mad uh, I'm going to have a bet on who this might be but who's your loser of the week shall I read what it's shall I read it as it says it on the oh, board <laughs> this hurts bet you won't <laughs> Sandro Tonali is a J-bag <laughs> okay explain for the people uh, at home uh, this is just cruel because I mean look obviously IRL I'm a Newcastle fan and we spent 55 million pounds on Sandro Tonali, who it turns out has been gambling and betting on games. I believe that he did and didn't play in. Um, yeah. Uh, I haven't read it. I was going to say what I read earlier was it was on games he hadn't played in. I think oh, I, I, I've seen the mention, but you, you mm. don't know because it's not fully I don't know enough. I, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it would be a worse span if you actually had played in those games because obviously, you know, he can bet on himself to get a yellow card and stuff. Like I that. believe uh, I was under the impression what I read was that he has bet on games, a bit like uh, Fagoli. Uh, on the games they were involved in, but it was to win. Um, so he, okay. he bet on his own team to win, um, which apparently isn't as bad as what Ivan Tony did, which was bet on his own team to lose, even though he didn't play. Um, mm. Because he's actually allowed to carry on training, isn't he? To not, apparently, That's, yeah. To not, so he's just, to it's not, just been announced that he's going to mm. get 10 months and they're saying he can train, which I think is important, obviously, for himself. And if, if he does have a, a problem, like they're saying. But also, he's only just joined that club as well. So like, he couldn't train with them. Mm. You know, 10 months to not train with your new team. I... I Milan are laughing their socks off, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. Re- oh, do man, you reckon they knew? I saw a meme earlier. It was like, are you sure 55 million pounds enough for this like world-class <laughs> centre midfielder? Are you sure you don't want more money for sure? it? <laughs> it's, it's, it did seem a That's bit good, too good to be true. Although I, think... I did see something else that referenced, you know, Eric Cantona got eight months for kicking a fan. Mm. Yeah. Different times. What, what is he, something like... 12 out of the 20 clubs in the Premier League has got betting sponsors. Yeah, it's, just, mm. it's, yeah. it's, it's a bit weird. I, I, I don't really get the whole betting thing. I think if you bet on yellow cards and you bet on... I don't know. Uh, I'd probably say if it's your matches, if it's games at your or your team, then I would say, yeah, that's, that's wrong. But anything else, why does it matter? It would, I mean, the only a... thing you... I was just going to say, the only thing I could think was, obviously they've probably got a lot of friends in the games, so there's things that, that you could then start kind of 
manipulating people or getting information out of them and things like that. So I, I, just thinking about it there and then, I could see why potentially, but I, I don't really see the harm in it so much. Yeah, I, I think it's one of them, isn't it? But um, if it's taken against the betting company, then I, I haven't got that much of a problem with it. But there's a lot of footage coming out now and questions are being asked. For example, there was a game, I think it was when you played Sheffield United, um, and you you were winning X amount. He came off uh, and he played quite well. And as he's come off, he, you, you're miles up. There's no need to waste time. And he stops and he just argues. And then he waits. As soon as he gets his yellow card, he then walks off. And everyone's like, oh, did he bet on this game? Did he bet mm. on this game? And it's just... I remember it that. It makes you know? question. It makes you question it. And it yeah. makes you... Do, you know, and I think if you're betting on your own team to win, I just, I just think you just... You know, you just got to walk away from it, isn't it? There's a lot of uh, betting stuff in America with the American football, Joe, and they bet on all sorts, and they're banned the minute that they bet on anything. It doesn't have to be football. It could be anything, and it's just ridiculous. I think they need to take a hard line. Uh, Joe, you mentioned there, like insider info, I think, is there. Uh, it even reminds me of, wasn't there guys out there that were able to, uh, like they were able to access Jack Grealish's FBL team? And he, he like had dropped out some teammate of his because he knew during the week that your man had picked up an injury or something. So, you know, like yeah. it's only FPL, but like that, that's an example of, you know, information they're privy to. So I, I kind of get it. But it's painful for me, not only for Newcastle, but you know how much I was enjoying. Sandra You've got Tanali a massive the, hard the on for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was so good in the, uh, in the Milan save at FM23, FM23 player of the year. And uh, yeah, it's just typical. But look, I've been a Newcastle fan a long time. Just add it to the list of shit things. <laughs> it's okay. You'll be okay without be fine. Him. Just, just think of it like know. a long-term injury. Yeah. yeah, he's done his ACL, but he hasn't. You know. He's been FM'd. Yeah, he'll be fine. I'll bet you um, he hasn't done his ACL. <laughs> <laughs> he's done 17 black. That's what he's done. Uh, right, I'm going to move on, and I'm going to tell you my loser of the week. Uh, and I'm going to mention it again. I am sorry. But yeah, it's it's me. I'm a loser because I haven't sorted out my stuff so I can actually play a lot of FM, which we'll touch upon in a minute about when I give you my update. But I've not played enough of it and I'm jealous. And I'm going to be really jealous now. I've been sat watching Dave play. I've been reading Mad's little blog that he did. Uh, I've been kind of following a few things on Twitter. Uh, you're shaking your heads. Uh, Oscar read it to me. Um, and I just, I'm getting jealous of seeing other people playing the game and I can't play it as much as them. So uh, I'm a, I'm a, well, I'm a loser. I'm waiting. You're well, I'm still taking more pictures of FM than playing it, aren't you? Well, I, no, I actually was playing it. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah, you said yeah, to I me, I played, played two it. games, but one of them yeah. was last night then. Well, yeah, one of them was last night and one was tonight. Uh, I have been playing <laughs> enjoy, them on 90 minutes. I'll be honest. I enjoyed uh, this last week. He was digging you off for taking pictures on the train. I enjoyed that last week. Yeah. I do, I'll be honest. I took the picture. And I hit continue like twice and then all these people came on and I just shut the map and I just put it in my bag. I was like, I'm not going to risk it. So, uh, yeah, I, I can but see what Is that because they would have criticised you for having the pencil in the corner? I don't have use, the pencil Using the, the editor. I don't use the editor, mate. I can't, I can't afford that, mate. You reckon my missus lets me pay the extra £2.49 for the editor? You've got another thing coming. I'm surprised she uh, let so, you have the lights on tonight. <laughs> it's battery-powered. I charged it at work. Um, right, moving on. We've all been playing FM, some more than others. Uh, so let's, let's talk about what's been going on. And I guess we start at the top. David. Tell us all about your save. Yeah, so obviously still with Wolves since the last podcast. I've gone forward quite a little bit. Um, by the actual time this podcast comes out, I'll hopefully be close to potentially ending the season, to be fair. But as of today, at the time of recording, I'm at the end of Feb. Um, 
we're doing well to be fair we are currently sat in fifth place in the premier league after after 26 games uh on 46 points so we're four points outside the top four at the moment so the season's been a bit crazy to be fair so we're sort of doing quite well but teams like newcastle mad i think it's quite a common thing but they're struggling in my save eddie howe went quite early i think they got uh, julian nagelsman in yeah. um so they're only sort of four points outside the, the bottom three Chelsea wow. and Spurs are way off uh, Europe as well. Um, so Brighton, us and Villa really doing quite well, like all pushing towards Europe. Everton doing really well as well. Um, but yeah, we've had a bit, I say mixed season for us. It's been pretty good. You know, some really good runs of consistency, doing well in the Carabao Cup. So we're actually in the final of that now against Manchester United. So that'll be the first uh, game of my next stream. But the semi-final, I think it was the most chaotic and craziest two legs of football I think I've ever seen uh, on Football Manager. So the home leg, um, we played the first leg against City. We ended up losing that 6-5. Um, I really wanted to go into that game either level or ahead because I thought going up to the, to the Etihad, a goal or two down is going to be so, so difficult. Uh, and in the end, the second leg went to extra time and we beat them 6-4 after extra time. So in the end, the score was 11-10, I think, on aggregate, which was, was absolutely was uh, absolutely ridiculous. So we're through to the final. We play United. United have only played once so far this season. They beat 7-1 in the league. We're about oh. seven games unbeaten, and they beat 7-1. Um, so we're doing well. And obviously, we just had the January transfer window. And sort of like we were saying earlier, I, I wanted to get a new striker in. I sold Huang Hee-chan because he wasn't really... He's not. I know he started off well, IRL. Uh, but he's not really a top player for me. So I sold him to Everton for 20 million. Who's he? Uh, the Korean guy. Yeah, the Korean guy, according <laughs> yeah. to Pep, yeah. Uh, I sold Matt Doherty to Luton for 10 million because he was 32 again, moaning a little bit about game time. Um, so who I got in, uh, I signed quite a few players, actually. Um, signed Scott McTominay on loan, Oops, who started sorry. off really, really brightly for me, actually. I've got an option to buy him for 18 million, I think. Which I, mean, I am intrigued about taking up. Um, Alexander Aravina, he's a young player that I do. I'm not sure if we mentioned him last pod, but Joe definitely brought him back up to me as well. Ch uh, guy from Chile, striker who looks really, really good. Uh, so I signed him for 3.2 million, let him go back to uh, his club on loan for the, the rest of the season. Costinha is a right back, uh, Portuguese right back, who I've got in as a replacement for Doc. He's only 23, looks a really good player. Is he um, from Rio Ave? Yeah, that's him, yeah. yeah, yeah. 4.5 million, so he looks a good player. Another striker we've brought into the loans back out is called Preslav Borokov. He's from Bel uh, Bulgaria. But again... Do you like to say that, not me? Yeah. Not as good as Aravina, but still a good player. Every, every time um, you read his name out, I just think... Did you see that um, Schlobsly interview where he yeah. does the Borat thing? <laughs> He's no, nice. Seen him. He <laughs> oh, yeah, so I got him. And then on the deadline day, I actually brought Dwight McNeil in. Doesn't directly fit my team, but he was available for 12 million and he's pretty versatile. So I thought I'll bring him in just as an option, probably sell him for profit in the summer if I decide he's not for me. And then the striker of choice we ended up going for, uh, again, a recommendation of Joe was Jose Juan, I think it's Macias or Mac Macias, Macias yeah. Um, oh, yeah. from Deportivo Guadalajara. And I like him because he was quite cheap compared to some of the other players we're looking at. I've got him 8 million, rising to 10 million. Really good option, could grow as a player. I think you make profit out of him as well. Um, so we've got a really, really solid squad now for the remainder of the season. So yeah, I'm hope 
hopefully, I mean, my goals between now and obviously next week, finish the season, hopefully qualify for Europe. Fingers crossed, obviously, win the Cup. Uh, we are out of the FA Cup, so it's just the Carabao Cup and Premier League to focus on. But yeah, fingers crossed it's going to be a, a successful season for us. But the end of the campaign, we've got loads of players coming back. Guedes, who's worth an absolute fortune, coming back from Benfica, who I'll probably sell. Pedence, I think Olympiacos, I've got a 4 million clause, I reckon they'll buy him. Um, but quite a lot of money coming in the summer, so hopefully a little little pot of money to play with uh, ahead of season two. I have to say this, Dave. I think uh, I've watched quite a bit this week, to be fair, and you. you have understated something about quite possibly one of the best two-legged ties I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I, I think, like, I have never seen just the... The emotion and the roller coaster that that, that game it was kind of fair. It was mental uh, to kind of be six five up uh, down and then to go in and think, okay, well it's just gonna be it's it's clear got written like a one nil city win here, and yeah. then it just does what it. Oh mate, it was it was amazing. I, it was I've such just, good viewing. So we, I think, I scored an eighty sixth minute goal, which would have made us five nine, three up. Off, there was boom. a nine nine on aggregate, Dave. No. Yeah, yeah. So we finished yeah. 11, 11 10 on aggregate, I think. Yeah, yeah 11 10 on aggregate. So I think we went 4 2 up in the 86th minute, which on paper would have put us through. And then that City scored 90th minute to take it to extra time. Then we scored two. So we were pretty, pretty safe. I think we were 6 3 up at that time. We were well through. And then City scored another goal to make it 6 4. And I thought, oh my God, please no. But in the end, we held on and got the win. But it just kept going back and forth. Every time I thought, right, yes, we've done it. City would score. It was an own goal. Um, they scored three or four goals in the second half. It just made it very, very difficult. But to be, you know, I think I drew against them in the league as well earlier on. So we've got their number a little bit. Um, so, yeah, unbelievable couple of games, really. I was quite surprised. But I think at one stage you had scored seven, six goals or whatever it was. And you had an XG of about 2.1. That, I, I, I like think Zach right. Stefan was just not in goal. Like he just seemed to be vacant, and that was in both that, games. I think the that, first game, every shot went in. Six, I beat them six four game. I had next year four point three, and then the five six game, the game we lost six five. I scored five goals over next year one point nine. It's mental. <laughs> Yeah, they had Literally, five shots on target. Five... They all went in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, awful, awful goal. <laughs> um, but no, so fingers crossed. I'm assuming, uh, regardless of the Carabao Cup final and everything else, you, you've got another season or two in you. This isn't just a one season wonder. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll carry on. And I think even once the full release comes out, if I do kick off the Penty, which is obviously the plan at the moment, I think Wolves can be the offline save as well then, to be okay, fair. Yeah. so. I've got a lot of time sort of over Christmas and New Year where I'm actually away, so can always play that. But yeah, for, for now, I think another season or two on stream and uh, we'll see where it goes. Awesome work. Lad, you've been, uh, you've been away. You've, you've, you've gathered your, 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 your save and uh, you've dropped it today. A lot of people very, very excited. Care to, uh, to kind of pack it out for us and let us know? Yes. Um, where will I start? Yeah, start, similar to Joe. Like, <clears throat> I'll start at the start. Similar to Joe, I haven't technically started it, but I know what I'm doing, nor I'm going. And I, yeah, I put out a little blog just to go through the introduction. Um, I think because I did that Milan save uh, just at the end of FM23, and it was, you know, bigger name players, bigger league, and all that, I had that itch to do a slightly smaller league again. And I think well, I was just reading various things online, and 
at one point I, I came across something that reminded me of a few wonder kids from the old FM days. Uh, so the old CM days even. Now, Dave, you probably weren't even born when most of these... Uh, I don't think I was, played to be fair. Football. Um, <laughs> but I just... And Joe, maybe you or me on this one. I remember just so many Swedish wonder kids being a thing in the kind of late 90s, early 2000s. So you're talking CM 97, 98, all the way up to CM 0102 and beyond. So it was like Kim Kallström. Uh, I've got a list of them here, like Kennedy, Backer, Kjoglu, Alexander Farnerud, Jonas Lunden, uh, Stefan Salakovic. There was loads of them. And it was like, I don't know if it was to do with Sweden in the World Cup. I think it was World Cup 94, they finished third. And I, I, you know, I don't know if it was the, the nation's reputation or whatever it was. But I just feel like that's gone downhill quite a lot. And you don't really see too many Swedish new gens in the game. And even in real life. The only one that jumps to mind recently would be Rooney Bargy, who's Joe, Joe's mate. Um, so I just kind of thought about it and I went, oh, this is interesting. And then I, just to combine that with something that happened to me over the summer, I was away, I was in France, because, you know, my missus is from France, surprise, surprise. And uh, I actually met this guy, I was at this party full of French people. And the only guy who wasn't a French speaker was a Swedish guy. And he was a big FM fan and comes from Stockholm and supports a team called Ike, A-I-K. And uh, he was, it's actually the the team that Alexander Isak started off at, uh, which is, you know, more narrative. And he started telling me about the stadium and the fans and, you know, he's, he's just, he's a big kind of fan of the club. And just from that, you know, that was a little seed that got planted. And this is way back in the summer, you know, way before you should be thinking about FN24. And uh, yeah, it just kind of stuck with me. So we um, kind of came back. I've been doing some research over the last few weeks. They've only won the league like three times in the last 25 years. The last time was about five, six years ago. And then it was 10 years before that. And overall, like Swedish teams in general in Europe and stuff t- tend to struggle. You can barely make the group stages and never get out. So, yeah, I've decided to take take over at Ike. Um, the Swedish league is called the Allsvenskan. So we've gone for Allsvenskan or nothing. Uh, and thanks again to Joe for the thumbnail. I've got to write your um, save narrative, to be fair, because now you can get away with putting Swedish worldies in Google. And just seeing what comes up. <laughs> you could just get away with it. There may have been an ulterior motive here, Joe, but we, we won't go into detail on this. I prefer not to speak. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be honest, Mad. Out of the four saves that we are kind of all dabbling in at the moment, I think you very much clearly win on kits. The kits are exquisite. Mm. Like if you, yeah, yeah. we, I could, I would love to have one of them. If any, we got any Swedish listeners that wants to send some kits over. I'd love one of those shirts. They are absolutely impeccable. I'll tell you, I've ordered one from a website. From? That's a Swedish website. You, you're yeah. talking about the ones on the blog to do the white ones? Yeah. 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 It was a Swedish to, website. It's kind of like found. with a t-shirt and you've got to put your own stuff on. You've got to build it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you got to sew it on, your, on, it on yourself. <laughs> flat it's pack. It's Ikea joke. It's fine. Mm. I've got the flat pack. See, I was going to say, is he going to pay a flat pack for? Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Assembled. So, um, um, I ordered it from a random website. It hasn't come yet, uh, so I'll let you know if it arrives. And if it's decent, then... And then you'll link me, yeah? Yes, all the way. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's Sweden, really. Um, Like Joe, I'm waiting. I don't know if I'll be able to wait. How long will we let... I feel like this is the longest early access beta period ever, but... I I think it's because it's so good. Ten days from today? It's early as well, though. I've got a lot of spare time at the moment, though. Have you been playing anything else? Yeah, so because I had the itch and I have a bit of spare time, I... It's a lot of this game, man. Yesterday, the day before. There's a lot of it coming around. <laughs> I loaded up... Um, together, we? 
because I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure if uh, if I'll be able to wait that long until the new game officially comes out. So I wanted to do a little beta save. And then I was like, I didn't know if I'd even get through a season because I played quite slow. Um, so I did the kind of holiday until I was basically going for the bottom of Christmas kind of thing or the Sir Alex job, basically. So I just I literally just holidayed uh, an unemployed save until literally the end of the year. So the end of December, um, because of that World Cup couldn't be dealing with it. Uh, oh, wait, no, that was the other one. Um, and basically, Palace were second from bottom level on points with Sheffield United, I think. Uh, on like 12 points they'd won like two or three games so I just said we'll do basically what five months six months of Palace um, talk about in- I've heard a lot of talk about injuries and Dave you were I think yesterday you were talking about goalkeeper injuries but I landed into this team Roy Hodgson's already been sacked since like October half the team was injured and then another four or five of them are on the African nations so when I went to play the first game which is like very early in January I, I, only, I could only name like four subs there wasn't enough players. Um, so they're obviously in in the shit. But uh, like Joe, because he's, I didn't really want to go like trying out the set piece, set, new set piece stuff or any of the, the positional play kind of stuff. I just wanted to kind of play a good five, six months uh, straight through. Uh, up to now, I think I'm in February or March. But no holds back. I sold like eight players, um, even though half the team was injured. Um, I can tell you where I actually basically made some money on. Uh, Jefferson Lerma went to Wolves, Dave. Um, I managed to hoodwink £21 million out of Wolves for Jeff- Jefferson Lerma. Yeah, uh, got rid of... Yeah, Will Hughes went to Saudi <laughs> for £10 million. Mateta went for like £9 million. And then I just did a couple of deals um, with a little bit of never-never, kind of 50% up front. Um, the budget when I joined was like £5 million. It was really low. So I brought in um, Kyle Walker-Peters because I needed a full-back who could play both sides. Brought in Dewsbury Hall from Leicester. Um, a guy called Hugo Duro from Valencia. Um, he's there. kind of a striker yeah, who play on the left. He's a legend. Yeah, he's, got, he's already scored a couple. Um, yeah, he was the star signings, though. I have two star signings that I want to talk to you about, really. Mohamed Diamande, who's Norseland. Different Diamande mm-hmm, yeah. to the other chief. He <laughs> is kind of like centre midfielder, attacker midfielder. He's played three Premier League games... And three FA Cup games and scored five goals. So five goals in six games as a centre midfielder. And I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Um, Alongside him, I've been playing uh, a guy I kind of randomly found uh, at Estudiantes. His name is Benjamin Rollheiser, Argentinian. Yeah, started River Plate. Yeah, is that him? Oh, let's check the history. You are mate, 100% don't even, correct. Don't even question me, mate. You don't need to question yeah, me. I should have known. I should have <laughs> known. got a shirt over him behind, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Joe knows him. Um, he's got 16 flares, 16 dribbling, 15 first touch, 15 technique. Uh, and similar story, he's come in, he's got three goals in like four games, uh, playing as an inside forward on the left. But what I've done basically is, because I've already got Michael Elise there and Eze there, who were both actually injured, of course, um, I've put both of them out wide. Elise left-footed cutting in from the right and Eze right-footed cutting in from the left. And then I've done something I never did before. I've put double Mazalas in the middle ahead of a DM. And I I never really put the same role in twice. It just triggers something in my brain. I don't know what it is. So I've put that guy... Um, I put Dewsbury Hall alongside Diamande as double Mazalas. And they're just scoring all the goals. The two double Mazalas. Um, Dewsbury Hall has got two goals. As I said, the other guy had four or five. Um... And they're just 
literally the two of them are just arriving into the box and just on the end of everything. And uh, I've no idea if it's a thing. I've no idea if it's going to be sustainable. As I said, I've only done about six or seven games. Two rounds in the FA Cup. Both went to draws. Both had replays. So I've played about eight games and four or five of them are FA Cup games. So it just doesn't feel the same. Palace are long gone on my save as well with Wolves. Mm. I think they're like rock bottom, really, really struggling. So I'm looking at Eze and Elise and thinking if they these go down, man, they could be There's something there. Pickups. Like, yeah, Palace yeah. and Newcastle, as you said. Um, Luton seem to be doing well in a few saves. Luton, are, Luton are keeping their head yeah. above water on mine as well. They're doing all right, to be fair. Like in mine, um, the first two, the first, apart from Roy Hodgson, who left before I took over, first two managers sacked were Eddie Howe and Roberto De Zerbi. Newcastle and Brighton oh, in the mud. Yeah. Weird one. Yeah. Strange. We're down Strange. the rabbit hole here, people. No, it's good. I like it. Um, it sounds interesting, Nomad. Uh, very excited for, for the Swedish work. Uh, <clears> will <throat> we see that on stream or is that just blog only, Mad? I always say you might you you know, you will or you might. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I definitely gonna try. I might have a bit of extra uh, kind of spare time, extra time. I might have some time off coming up, so maybe also. As you're here, and we haven't actually seen you since you announced that you uh, you had won the uh, the league with AC Milan, I think a congratulations is not in order. So we'll move on. No, it is in order, <laughs> uh, as I do give you a lot of sticks. So, uh, yeah, well done, Matt. Uh, great work, mate. Loving your work. Talking about loving work, Joe, I love your work all the time. How is uh, how's Monaco? Or are we, uh, are we still not really 100% with that? No, do you know what? I haven't left Monaco. I, I didn't want to get stuck with a with a save. I've played plenty of Monaco saves over the years, so I don't feel that I don't feel super attached to it. But I haven't kind of gone. Do you know what? I'm gonna. I thought I'll get up to the January window. Maybe I'll start another save just to, you know, keep it fresh. And I actually went through. I'm in the January window as we speak. But similar to what Mab was saying, I haven't been able to field a full bench of substitutes. literally from the start of the game. I've had injuries galore. Um, not, I mean, the Monaco squad is pretty stacked, so it hasn't impacted me too much. I've just had um, African Cup of Nations, and I think there was an maybe an under twenty World Cup or something. So I've lost quite a few players at once there. Which, it, I mean, it's the French league and it, it's PSG, and then everyone else is just a fight for everything else. And Monaco are decent, to be fair. Got some really cracking players. Um, yeah, he's, he's doing all right. I signed Elan Melier, goalkeeper. Yeah, and, and had, to, had, to, had to upgrade his um, base pack because he still looks That's about what 10. I was going to ask. <clears throat> um, who else did I get in? You brought in the... Oh, uh, oh yeah, Luis Muriel. Yeah, yeah, so I, I got rid of Ben Yedder just because, you know, when I was talking to Raz, you know, because he beat his wife up or whatever, allegedly. Um, I got rid of him. Not Raz. Not Raz. <laughs> he's not married. Of Raz. So. Of course, Raz. He beats everything up. Grey vest. Uh, yeah. Gets the old wife beater on. Yeah. yeah, that dog, German mate. Out of context. Um, yeah, Luis Muriel basically bought him to replace Ben Yedder. He's brilliant up front. Balogun, oh my God, mate. Oh, you brilliant. mentioned him, yeah. He's really, really good. Um, just gone with your standard uh, three at the back, two wing backs, um, two kind of holding midfielders. Uh, an attacking midfielder, Golovin. I, I showed you boys the other night, didn't I, that goal he scored in, literally replicated yeah. the goal that he scored in real life. Um, and then, yeah, Muriel and Balogun up front. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely little team. Um, 
you know, just see how we crack on, really. I'm not, don't want to get too attached to it. As I say, I haven't done anything with training, set pieces, any of the new player roles. I haven't touched any of it yet. So all of that is still to come. Awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited for your new, your, I'm excited for you to start your actual save. I'll be honest. As much as Monaco does, does excite me. Uh, it... Imagine if it was dog shit, though, and I didn't like it. <laughs> It'll be fine. Ne- network save. It could happen. Network save. Yeah, I hope it's. I hope it's shit. Uh, talking of shit, uh, I'm gonna head over to Dortmund uh, and explain what I've been doing because uh, I've taking just done photos. Major, I've done a major boo boo, uh, gents. I have actually cocked up big style here um, because I don't think you. I didn't. Well, I did know, but uh, I've been doing a bit of transfer business. It's the deadline, um, so I've played two games. We've won one. We've we've drawn one. Um, we brought in Thiago Almeida to sit in behind my striker. Um, and he is just ripping up the league straight away. Um, he's come in and he's scored three and he's assisted twice and he's top of everything. He's just amazing. He's, he's, he is re- very, very good. But I got him After a two games. Price. After two games, mate, I'm, I'm saying it. All right, I bet he's going to be awesome. Recent, recency by it. <laughs> uh, we, we've tried to get rid of Sebastian Haller. He doesn't want to be here. I don't want him. So I've tried to get rid of him. I've got Mukoko up top. We're going to go with youngsters. Adam Amy on the left. Marlon on the right and Enemida just behind. We do have Rayo as well, um, it, who sits in just behind. Uh, and we've got a good little team. Joranville, he's been injured. Um, Emre, Emre Chan, he's decent. Uskan as well. There's some really good players here. Um, but defensively, we're not great. And we don't have much money. So what I've tried to do is to play my right-sided wing-back, who is more of a, probably a winger, a defensive winger, rather than an actual wing-back. I uh, can't really tackle, so I'm playing him as a, a wing back on attack, and then on the other side, I've got one of my centre backs as an inverted fullback on support uh, on defend, which is one of the new roles. Um, which is why I've been watching a lot of the game uh, and trying to kind of work out how that works. And it is quite impressive in the way that it does exactly what it says on the tin. Um, we've got two holding midfielders. One of them is a Valante. Uh, I played a lot of Valante last year. Uh, Emre Chan, he's been doing very well as a Valanto, to be fair. Um, it's just his legs aren't really there, but he, he does enough. He does enough. Anyway, moving on, uh, we got to the transfer deadline day and uh, I sold a player. I wanted to bring in um, a winger. The problem is I haven't got much money, so I just went for a loan. I went to get Thomas Lamar in. It was about half past five. Been go cards, people. Right? It's been half past five. And I was like, yeah, we'll get him in. Turns out that our window shuts at six. In Germany, not at uh, midnight <laughs> like it does in England. Uh, so I absolutely missed that uh, and I screwed that up and I left it too late. And now we're struggling because we've got injuries out on the wing. Uh, just gone into a game um, and Addy Amy's just got injured as well. So Thomas Lamar would have literally start. It'll come straight in. Um, and yeah, so we're struggling a little bit, but things are looking up. Bayern have lost their first game. They drew their second game. So, you know, we've got a little bit of a head start. So fingers crossed we can kind of move on. But uh, yeah, I need to play some more. And I'm hoping this weekend we'll play some more. I'm babysitting on Sunday, uh, the day before this pod comes out. So hopefully I'll be able to play some games then. Great babysitter. Well, it's my own, it's, uh, technically it's my own kid. So Doom is available. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't think I passed a CRB check, to be fair. Um, but yeah, no, they're my own kids. So is it technically babysitting? I don't know. I've been told it's not. Um, I don't know. But uh, Mukoko, it looks like he's had a bit of a downgrade um, out of the box. So hopefully uh, I'll be interested to see how he gets on further down. Uh, Joranville looks insane. Um, Again, just looks so tricky in the preseason. And then he got injured. Um, 
But as we're talking about Bundesliga stars, should we move on to adventures in Wonder Kidland? Let's go. I think, I think we should. This, week, this week's adventure in Wonder Kidland takes us to Bundesliga to find a Dutch striker who's been one, uh, waiting to explode onto the scene, Julian Rijkoff. What led us to him was an impressive goal-scoring record in younger categories, 82 games, 68 goals, and 14 assists. He came out of the famed Ajax Academy and joined Borussia Dortmund in 2021. Wowza. Those are some numbers. But the numbers we really want to talk about is his attributes, gentlemen. What do we think? I think Mad Germania, because this is Mad's recommendation tonight. I'm just this is a, a scouted IRL. <laughs> oh, yeah, like this. Yeah, this. I had. I. I believe I'd seen the name once on on one of the one of the scouting pages, but yesterday, which was Wednesday of the week, the same day that Newcastle lost, unfortunately, to Dortmund in the Champions League. Um, and I don't know if this is always a thing, but the under 19s play each other, the youth teams. It is, yeah. Welcome replicate. to the Champions League, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is literally 20 years. <laughs> fucking rich coming from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the Newcastle under eight, like youth teams haven't been great over recent years for obvious reasons. Uh, lack of very much anything going on. So they're playing Dortmund and it was actually live on, I want to say it was TNT or one of those channels. Uh, and it was played in the Gateshead Stadium. Um, so it made for interesting viewing. Um, pitch was in shit. But Dortmund, I mean, you could see the difference in quality between the two youth teams in particular. Like the Newcastle one, they've invested a bit and they brought in a few young players. Um, but, you know, still a lot of room to improve. Dortmund had two, kind of three guys that really stood out. Um, there's one guy who played on the left called Samuel Bamba. He was unbelievable. He just ran rings around. And Dave, do you know who he was up against was um, that r- young right back that moved from Wolves to Newcastle. Shahar, and yeah. this guy um, Bamba just took him to the cleaners. Um, but when the second posted, guy, who sorry, sorry go ahead. No, I was going to say when I posted about my uh, Dortmund side, the, the start mm. eleven, I was asked why he wasn't in my squad. Uh, really? Uh, apparently, he's uh, he's big things. He, I mean, I look looking at FM. I feel like it's not representative of what I saw in that game yesterday because even the commentators were like, "This guy's great." But to go over to Rykov, he just looked like your kind of. I mean, in my mind, proper German striker of, of previous times, maybe not as much Dutch. recently, but uh, yeah, but because he was in playing in, in the Dortmund team. Um, but that, that style of tangent, striker... He can was I just, just tangent there? Yeah, yeah, go Jude, for it. Did you see Fabrizio today? Said about Jude Bellingham yeah. and he put yes, the, the, German, German. the German midfielder. Yeah, did he? Did he? Okay. Yeah. Fabrizio knows. We'll let you off. Um, but he just, he just looked like that kind of more, a bit more kind of traditional, powerful centre forward, even at that age. Um, so obviously I went to look at, looked him up in FM and online. He scored against the, the youths, by the way. I think they won two or three nil Dortmund. Um, and he looks, he looks decent in, in FM 24. I'd say it's like when you initially look at it, you might not think, oh, you know, it doesn't, nothing jumps out from an attribute perspective. He's 18 at the start of the game. As Dupe said, he's Dutch. He came from the Ajax Academy. His pace is 13. Um, he's, I mean, he's finishing his 12, his technique is 13, first touch 12, like determination 15, which is nice. Um, but like, you know, he's six foot, he's quite strong. I feel like he's one of those strikers where if you're not managing kind of Dortmund or if you don't buy this guy, he, he might not progress too quick or jump out. But if you actually do and put the investment into his development and coaching and all that, I think there's quite a striker there looking at him. And, uh, yeah, like I said, he he's got a lot of um goals at youth level. 
I reckon because he's not yet been kind of featuring at, at senior level, maybe maybe he's been missed a little bit by some of the researchers. I don't know. Because he hasn't been capped for the first team yet. Uh, I know this is, again, a tangent off of your this Wonder Kid, but did they have the uh, chap Kamara who played it in the field? Um, big chap. He didn't. Full winner. He was he, he, on the wasn't noticeable. Game, he looks awesome. There was a guy who was, had an interesting name. I th- keep me honest. Kem, is it Kem or Chem Campbell? Yeah, um, Chem Campbell. And yeah. I was like, oh, it must be English or something or American. What? He's down as being from Iceland in the game. Um, the shop. So the shop. I'm Online pretty sure more. he's... <laughs> Uh, let me just check his name again here. Chen Campbell, he's for, he plays for Wolves yeah, on loan. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm mixing up the name now. Maybe I'm mixing up Dave because you've probably mentioned him on your stream. Yeah, um, I mentioned him yesterday. Basically, he looks pretty good. I'll, I'll, have to go, I'll have to go back in, uh, which is great content to be doing live uh, if I can even find him in this. Well, whilst you do that, but they've got Cole I, Camp, when you're talking about Cole his Campbell. attributes. <laughs> I was going to save you there and let you have a little look. But yeah, when we was talking about his attributes, um, I'd done the find player comparison on FM using him and just changed his the age range to 17, 18, 19 and then put in his key attributes for a striker. Um, and the similar attributes, it, it came up with Wilfred Nonto, who Dave was looking Ooh. at yesterday on stream at Leeds, and uh, Matthias Tell from Bayern. Now, they have, they've got more rounded attributes um, than, um, than Ju- Julian. Sorry. <clears throat> And then, but I was having a little look back. Dave done a video on our website and on some wonder kids that you might not know. And one of them was M. Ray Tezgel, who plays at Stoke. He came up as a similar actor. He's okay. not as quick, yeah, but he came up. Um, and then there was a Swedish striker when we were talking about not many Swedish players. Um, Shakur Omar from Genoa came up as well. So he's kind of in and around those players. That's where he fits in in terms of what FM think of him. It's. And um, it's I was just going to say, dude, like, it's interesting because, like, the likes of Willie Gnanto now and Matthias Tell obviously have played a lot more first-team minutes, and I reckon that plays yeah. into this a lot for from an FM perspective. Don't forget, though, over in Dor- uh, over in Germany, he'll be playing Liga 3 football uh, for Dortmund 2. Um, so he will be playing men's football this year. Um, so he might, you know, he might progress. It might be a big year for him. Um, but Dortmund are stacked. Um, they've got some really good youngsters, as, per- as we-, we expect, right? Uh, and obviously where I'm kind of following them quite closely, they've got a, a chap, a German left back called Tom Roth. Uh, I think I tried to good, get yeah. him as one of the wonder kid to watch is mm. actually, I think we discussed him, but who wants to be a left back? Uh, he's like Dan Byrne because he's six foot four, but he's actually pretty good, um, which sets him apart from Dan Byrne. So it'd be interesting to see how he kind of progresses as well. Uh, but he's on loan when you first load the game up and he's, uh, he's very gonna, Do you know what? I did look at him earlier on to add into the uh, adventures in Wonderkyland. Because yeah. he's got in the Zweibundesliga, ten yeah. games, two goals, two assists, one point six key passes per ninety, four big chances created, zero point seven successful dribbles per ninety, one point seven tackles per ninety, uh, one point eight interceptions per ninety, and two clearances per ninety. So yeah. I so was he? I nearly one, put him in. Yeah. Yeah, two for one. There. No, very good. Um, I said like Dortmund. This is not Iceland, mate. Just stack. <laughs> what well, um. Quickly finish up on uh, on Rykov. I think, like you said, dude, because Dortmund are so stacked, I don't think he's a player that just sort of will. If it'll take him a while, I think, to break into that team. So I think again, this will be a perfect signing, similar to the guys that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. 
maybe even first season a championship loan if you you know looking at the championship level in England I think you'd be able to get him on loan but even after a year or two I still think you'd be able to get him at a really reasonable price and I think with a lot of game time which I don't think he'll get at Dortmund he could turn into a really decent footballer mm. um so yeah definitely one that I'd be intrigued throughout this cycle of the game how many people pick up Rykov and what sort of player he turns into let's be honest he's not going to get any game time at Dortmund uh they've got their their golden yeah. boy Mukoko right and he's going to be playing he's going to be yeah you know, that's who they're going to be pushing to get up front um so yeah he's on quite yeah. a heavy wage though do you not think for a player like not heavy, but you know what I mean? 12 and a half K for somebody that isn't really going to break into the first team anytime soon. It's likely they might try and offload him quite soon on some saves. Yeah. Well. So you might be able to get him at a really decent price. Uh, he is very heavily wanted on my save. Um, and to be honest, I, it was only on the deadline day and we had him as our wonder kid watch, which is why I haven't got rid of him. So he's with me for a little <laughs> bit longer. But um, maybe we'll... Do you know what? Actually, as you're here alive, For transfer gonna... or loan? Uh, for loan, to be fair. Um, what sort of level? Um, you don't mind asking. Uh, FC Eindhoven. Uh, yeah, no one decent. Dutch league. Um, Are they top division, Holland or second division? Though? No, they're second. They're in the uh, the Campen, and they so that so yeah, that's second division, Holland. I've, uh, I've, so yeah, not great. I don't know how true this is, but I've found or heard that you can get some really good players on loan, even at second division sides of this year a friend of mine's uh he's a Wolves fan obviously but he's uh managing Como in Italy so the second division mm. of uh, Italy and he's managed to get like Fabio Silva uh, and stuff on loan mm. which seems a bit mad to me but I don't it's, know this way some like... shit Wolves players end up though isn't it <laughs> yeah too fair. yeah like he said him and he got Catrone and Fabio Silva up top banging in the goals if he's not coolly saved no Como I'm not fucking <laughs> not interested <laughs> Right, that is the end of that segment. And as always, Mr. Azapardi, it's your turn for the quiz. I'm joking. Please. It's fine. I have, I have actually got a quiz lined up. Oh? It's not immaculate, it's not immaculate football this week. I've oh, so you've tried? People... Huh? Sorry? I haven't, tried. I, haven't, I haven't tried it this week. Okay. Um, I thought people like listening in their cars or got us on their Alexa or whatever. They'd never have the visual pleasure of the uh, immaculate. So today we're playing a game called Career Paths where I've got 10 Wonder Kids. I'm going to tell you their career path. You can jump in at any point. We're going to do the old school style of shouting your name out. Um, and we'll see how it goes. I'm going to need, a, boys... I'm going to need a pen for this because I've got to He's been working on this look all day. Fucking, oh. Look at Azapardi coming with a smoke for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, he knew because oh, Mad was coming like back tonight. Yeah, I need this crew before, you know what I mean? He's got um, showing off, he's, he's got Curtis yes. jumper on, reference to the quiz. He's <laughs> <laughs> got, got, got Kev's mayonnaise on the window, so I mean, what, what do you want to standard, do? Mate. Just... And he's got a black okay. cougar behind him. Yeah, <laughs> there he is. Um, I think you'll get these within the first two teams, firstly. So I think shout out your name, give me a Joe. player. If brilliant, but you you can't have another guest until someone else has guessed. Okay. That's the the only rule. Okay, so start with the first player. Uh, first team, Cruzeiro. Brazil. Curl Inter Milan. Mad. Mad? Oh, go on. Adriano. No, incorrect. Joe. Oh. Joe. Curl on. Yes. He said that after the first one. Curl on. I didn't hear his person. I'd shout my name, not the name. No. There we go, Joe. One point. Well done. Player number two, Bordeaux. Angers, Lone. 
Oh, what's his name? Newcastle United. Joe. Joe. Henry Savier. Yes, correct. Oh, I knew it at Bordeaux, I just couldn't remember his name. I was like, oh no, what's his name? Chief. Next player. I think we should work together. This, this one could be interesting. I reckon you, yeah, I don't know. Arsenal. Who? Who? It's a no go. Wrong. No. Ah, that's not who I thought it was. I meant to say. Celta Vigo on loan. Joe. Joe. Carlos Vela. Yes, Carlos Vela. That's the one I meant. Great shows. These are all their senior careers, by the way, because I think, obviously, he, start, he, he actually joined Arsenal as a youth player. But... <laughs> so far, signed all of these. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even born. Mad. Joe. Mad. Joe no Samba. Yeah, tapping. Joe no Samba. This one may take you a few guesses. Anderlicht. Dupe. Joe. Dupe. Lukaku. No. Joe, I guess, or Vincent Company. No, Mad. Mad. Anthony Vandenbury. Yeah, it's Vandenbury. At the back post. I mean, it could have been anyone, really. Could have been Tillemans. Could have been anyone. Um, next one. Guadalajara. Joe. Joe. Mad. Oh no. <laughs> Carlos Fierro. Yeah, yeah Carlos Fierro. Mate, this is it's first guesses every time, you know. Raging. <laughs> got to go early, ain't you? you got to go early. Next one. River Plate. Basel. Club Bruges. Schalke Lone. Have you not got it? River Plate, Basel. Oh, it's um, mad. Yeah, it's Wikipedia boy. It's um, Eder Alvarez Valanta. Yeah, Eder yes, Alvarez Valanta. Yes. Yeah, it's still on his Wikipedia, by the way. It's <laughs> because it's true. Yeah, it's a of, where it's style of play, Eder Alvarez Valanta was inducted into the five star potential podcast Wicked Hall of Fame for his exploits in the Football Manager series. What a when boy. was that, mate? I wrote that citation so well, that's why it stayed there. <laughs> Mate, that was like... It looks pro. That was years ago, man. It's That's still there. People easy. have edited five, the pages. Five, five, six years ago. Mate, it's got to be on... Well, mm. Yeah. Well, pod, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's up there. <laughs> anyway. Next one, there's actually only one team. CSKA Moscow. Mad. Joe. I think it was it's just uh... mad. Oh, sorry. Was it oh. me? No, it was you, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah mad, apparently so. uh uh-huh. Oh, it's, uh, it's goalkeeper. It's Akin Akin Fiev. Akin Fiev. Yeah, Igor. I got Akin Fiev. Yeah, correct. Sorry, Joe. It was just mad. I think. Next one. Change it in the edit. Don't need Cheltenham to, Town. <laughs> Mike Joe. Uh, do. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I mean, Joe. Mike Duff. <laughs> yeah, it's my good then. <laughs> It's like the only one I've known. <laughs> uh, Town went to Sirencester Town. Oh, the, uh, great save, great save. Yeah. Yeah. We'll bring him back. Final one, boys. Paul Kirk. Joe. Mad. Oh. I feel like I have a distinct advantage because I wrote the the, the Hall of Famers on the website. So I mean, the, I just pick, I just picked random flat. players. Not even on the whole. Go on. Mark Kerr. Mark Kerr. Yeah, brother of Wayne. 
Uh, you are correct. <laughs> I, um, Talking to wankers, I, uh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I didn't count the winners. I assume Joe just made. Joe won. Mad second. Me first. Dude, did you get any? Uh, I got. I got. I got one that I fucked up. So. Did you? No. Oh, I got. <laughs> so none. Mike Dove. I got Mike Dove. So yeah, yeah I screwed that. Up. But that yeah. does bring episode three hundred and twenty-four to a close. You can find the links for all of us in the podcast podcast description, or by visiting fivestarpotential.com, where you can find our latest FM twenty-four content, including Mads FM twenty-four Youth Academy challenges, and this very podcast in video form. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most of our popular podcast apps and platforms. With a new podcast release every single week. Thank you all for listening. Say goodbye, folks. Bye, folks. Oh, there will be more from us next week as well. By the way. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.